Hi, Merge Money. We are going a little bit early today. Um, we've got Harris from Pretty Merch with us today. So very exciting. Um, yes, thank you so much for joining all the way from Cyprus. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. It's a good thing I didn't have to fly over to, to have I this know. interview. <laughs> I would have uh, had to leave on Monday to be there today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of which, what day is it? What time is it there? It's Wednesday, it's almost seven o'clock at night. Seven o'clock at night. Yeah. It's Wednesday? So, yeah, what so day? it's the day, because it's Thursday here, right? No, no, wait. I think I lost uh, track of the day. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think no, it's, it's Thursday, Thursday, right? Thursday. I'm still on Wednesday. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't think we're a full day off. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, I was going to say that the weekend came really early. I know, it's a true sign yeah. of an entrepreneur when we have no idea what day mm -hmm. it is. Um, but anyway, well, thank you so much. And I see uh, Monty joining and I know people are starting to join. Sorry, we went a little early, guys. We uh, we were testing sound and then everything was good. And we're like, might as well just go live. So, yeah, why wait? Anyway, um, well, first of all, thank you so much. And then we usually just start with kind of your background. I don't know anything about your background or your story. Um, how did you find out about print on demand and get into this whole space? Uh, well, yeah, I think probably like most other people, I was just searching for uh, this hot topic called passive income. <laughs> and uh, I found a YouTube video. I don't remember right now who it was from. And uh, that's when I started researching into it. I actually just had just got out of another company that I, that I sold at that time, which was, again, a software company. So I was looking for the next uh, thing that I want to do. And I was, I was really interested in FBA, which I actually started and I was doing for a couple of years. And uh, at the same time, I heard about print on demand or merch. Well, basically, I, I already had a Teespring account for, for several years, but I wasn't really selling anything there. So when I heard about merch, I, I decided to sign up and try it out. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Wow. So the, what year was all of that? When did you start doing FBA and Teespring and all that? Teespring, I started, if I'm not mistaken, in 2015. 2015. And okay. uh, uh, FBA in 2017, which was the same year I started uh, March as well. Uh, so I was doing a lot of things in parallel. Nice. I've stopped FBA now because it's really difficult when you're doing it from a different country. Yes. Sometimes you can get lucky and it works out, but if you're not close to the merchandise to be able to to have things shipped to your address and check them out and uh, you know be 100% sure of what you're selling, it's uh, it's very difficult to succeed. You have you really have to get lucky. Yeah, I I know that there are people who do FBA all over the world, but I always wondered that too. I was like, how are they doing it? Because sometimes I would feel like I would have trouble finding enough profit with shipping to FBA um, yeah. and I lived, you know, so close to a lot of the fulfillment centers. So yeah, um, yeah I can only imagine if it's out of, out of the country. Um, well, yeah, the problem, well, one is the shipping. That, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's very expensive and you also don't get the, the chance to check out the product. Yeah. And that's important. Samples, which are, are always good. Yeah. So you have no idea what arrived at Amazon. Yeah, because you would just have it shipped directly to Amazon, I guess, and not not yeah, to your yeah, house first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, 
it's an interesting uh, path. A lot of us all started with FBA and eventually led to print on demand. Were you doing yeah. anything um, before that, like an uh, entrepreneur type thing, or were you at a full time job? Or well, I've, uh, I had a full time job for one year after I finished university. Mm -hmm. I was working at a bank for about a year, and uh, I really didn't like it at all. I mean, uh, I, I didn't want to go to work in the morning, so I lost it for about a year, and then I left. Uh, so I've always been doing uh, entrepreneurial stuff. Uh, first, I had a, a training center, and I was teaching computers to kids. That went for a few years, and then I wanted to move on from that. So I, uh, I started a software company with a friend, which had to do with uh, training. Mm -hmm. It was basically well, not similar to pretty much, but it, it had similar ideas. It was like a dashboard and a management system for for private schools to have their students, their parents, their payments, and so on. So they could manage everything regarding their business. And uh, that went until 2015, 2006, uh, the end of 2016, actually. And uh, after I sold that was exactly when I started looking into FBA and uh, merge. Wow. Well, that's really interesting uh, path. So when you were teaching, you were teaching computers. Is that what you said? Teaching computers. Yeah, yeah. So you are already kind of knew about software and all of that. So when you got into merch, was that your initial plan to start coming up with software to help, or or how no, did you? No, no. Uh, no? not at all. I, I hadn't even thought of it. But because I'm sort of obsessed with uh, customer experience and user experience online, because it's something that I've been doing for a long time. Uh, I immediately didn't like the, the merch dashboard, especially right. back then when it was very different. Yes. Uh, so I actually made a, a small plugin for myself, which I was using for for a few months, which would was just something to show me what I sold today, mm. which was missing. Uh, the dashboard shows you, and it still does what you sold for the last seven days. Right. Um, and after that, I started adding a few things to it just for myself. I mean, I had no intention of making an extension and so on. And uh, the, the reason I made it into extension was I posted a screenshot one time uh, and people were asking me about it and they, they liked it because it was very new. I mean, there wasn't something else like it at that, at that time. So I decided to to move on and make it into a much better product than, than I initially uh, had planned. Wow. So so you didn't start Pretty Merch until 2017, 2018? When did it start? Uh, it was the end, end of 2017, yeah. Wow. I, didn't, I don't know why I thought it was so much earlier than that. I guess, see, I was doing FBA, and so I was only doing Merch very much on the side, like, very much like I would just get 25 designs a month um, yeah. from a design company and upload them. And that's it. So I worked on merch once a month from like 2016 to 2018. So yeah. I guess I must just not have known that pretty merch wasn't around before that because I wasn't really serious about merch until 2018. Um, yeah, probably. But for some reason, I thought it was so much earlier than that. So it's fairly recent. Um, yeah, well, uh, two, it's, al it's almost uh, two years. No, three years, I guess. Years. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. three years. Yeah, but I guess just I didn't realize that we had to do without pretty much the first two years. 
It um, was nice. You had to go to the analyze page, select the dates. And oh, research my gosh. Wow. Yeah. You guys, if you have stories about what it was like pre-Pretty Merch, let us know. <laughs> Were you that so excited a, when it a, came out? I don't remember it coming ago. out. I For some reason, I thought it was just like always there. Um, I got it. I guess I must have got it pretty soon when you first came out because I I know I yeah. had it most of the time I was doing merch. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. um, so so you shared a screenshot. People loved it. Um, mm -hmm. How did it catch on so quickly? Were you surprised? Like, whoa! Tell us the whole story of how it started. Uh, I was. I, I really didn't expect it to catch on so quickly because it was getting a, a few thousand users per month at the beginning. And uh, I guess there was just a need for something like that. It was missing completely. There were other extensions or other helpful tools for uh, for merch, but I guess they weren't as well designed or they were doing something different. So there was generally a need for, for something like that. So that's why it caught on so quickly. Yeah. I mean, now uh, it, it doesn't seem so uh so strange but i mean not being able to see your sales of the day it was very weird <laughs> at that time especially for me uh, because i was used to to other software systems I, I thought it was really strange that you couldn't even see your today's sales which are probably the most important thing for everyone to to look at yeah people check their phone or their you know refresh their computer all the time to see the sales yeah. so you definitely hit on something. And I think you really hit on um, the the making it like almost like a game or really fun to tear up because you had those little yeah. characters. How did you think of that? Well, this wasn't planned. I mean, I didn't try to make it like a game. It was just something that I liked and I, I found interesting. And uh, it was also something that I had used in the previous software. There were little monsters again. There were different designs. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were mainly because the software was targeted to be used for kids, the, the previous one that I'm talking about. Uh, the teacher could uh, give them little monsters as a reward for being good in class or doing their homework and so on. So that's why the idea was was in my head. And I just thought it would be cute to put them in, uh, in pre-merge as well, just to make it a little bit fun. I love that. So it came from a previous, uh, previous thing. Because it's one of those things where it's like, you wouldn't think that grown adults would get so excited about new monsters or unicorns yeah. or whatever, but I we do, do all of us. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh so my funny. gosh, we finally got the unicorn or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> but it was a great idea. So I'm glad you did that. Um, and Ian has a good point. He's saying, um, make sure to say thank you for you being so patient um, with all the random updates that merch does and changing stuff changing things so then you have to fix the chrome extension so uh, thank you for keeping I have up to with thank it. you for for being patient because i know it's uh, it's frustrating by the way sorry can you hear the notifications because i'm hearing notifications in my ear all the time can you hear them as well i'm not hearing it i don't okay, know okay that's good just so they don't annoy you <laughs> uh, uh yeah i i know it's frustrating for everyone but uh, we don't really know when Amazon is going to make changes. So we just have to chase after them and fix things after they, they make the changes. Uh, I understand that I mean, all the changes they've made have been uh, to create a better product mm -hmm. for their uh, market. And uh, we just have to 
follow them. <laughs> so yeah. I do my yeah. best to fix it. I mean, whenever there's a change, uh, especially in my time zone, they happen at about 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So when there's a change, I have to stay up all night to fix it. Oh, I can't hear until the next morning. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I understand sometimes there's some downtime until they get fixed. But I think now we're on a on a better platform altogether. So uh, I don't expect that Amazon's going to make huge changes from now on, which will break all of the exten- extensions and just pretty much. Yeah. Well, everybody's saying they love pretty merch. Um, Ian is saying a story before. Um, and speaking of which, Ian, you're showing up now. Um, you, you used to show up as Facebook user, but now you're showing up with your name. So <laughs> you don't even have to tell me Ian anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I remember tediously downloading monthly spreadsheet files before pretty merch and trying to combine them together. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, helps a lot. The CSVs. Yeah. So if there's anyone in the audience that doesn't know what Pretty Merch is yet, do you, can you give like a little bit of a explanation of it? Well, the, in the most basic sense, it's, a, it's a, a redesigned dashboard for Merch by Amazon. It collects all your sales data and shows them in a nice uh, readable format on your screen. And it updates you all the time on your new sales, that cha-ching that you hear all the time uh, it started from from pre-merge and other than that it gives you some other features such as uh, detailed analytics you can choose any time period you want and it shows you uh, uh, on the spot analytics concerning that time period bestsellers the best-selling days months uh, for every product and color what you've sold and uh, the most recent thing we've added is a product manager, which basically indexes all your products on your computer so you can find them faster. And it gives you several filters so you can uh, drill down into your uh, products and find what you find basically your products and uh, edit them or delete them or uh, update them. And you have a free version and a paid version, right? Yeah. Well, basically the free version, it's 90% of the functionality mm-hmm. of the product. Uh, well, it depends on what tier you're in. If you're in uh, one of the lower tiers, uh, you, it's uh, totally free because uh, you can use everything. Uh, for uh, the paid version, the difference is that you can uh, you don't have limits to how many uh, products it, may, it indexes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also have access to the analytics for all the dates. Yes, that's really helpful. Um, and then Patty has a good comment. She said that she got a tear up yesterday, and I love the new surprise feature. <laughs> yeah. And I'm congratulations, Patty. Yeah. That's awesome. She didn't tell us what tier she got into. Oh, yeah, what tier? You don't have to say if you don't want to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, this is uh, oh AA. W is saying that, that you're very fast with updating. So thank you. That was really nice of you to stay up all night to fix it for us. Yeah. Well, oh, my uh, has to go. We're called. Oh. <laughs> Tier 6,000. Great job. Oh, cool. That's nice. Um, and we can't control Amazon, unfortunately. They do what they please. <laughs> We we have to work around their schedule, not the other way around. <clears throat> yeah. That would be nice right. if we could control what, what Amazon did. 
But no. Nope. If they had a, an official API for merge, like they do for FBA, which they probably will have at some point, then the, all these changes wouldn't affect the extension since we'll be using an API, which we know beforehand when it changes. Uh, but at the moment, because everything we do is sort of a workaround to be mm -hmm. able to collect that data and show it, uh, any change they make, it affects the, the way the extension works. How, do you know why they don't have an API yet? Like, has any? Uh, it just any takes box? time to make. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm sure that when they get around to it or when merch is big enough, mm -hmm. uh, as far as the community goes and developers interested in, in developing things for it go, I'm sure they'll have a, an API at some point. What do you think? I mean, I don't know if you have any interaction with Merge or not, but what do you think um, do you foresee in the future with Merge? Do you feel like it's going to keep getting bigger or do you feel like um, kind of like coasting now or what do you think? Uh, I think so. I mean, it's Amazon. It's always getting bigger. Right. That's uh, what I think. And more people are getting onto Amazon, not just as sellers, but as buyers as well. Mm -hmm. You know, the younger people growing up and uh, so the market is just getting bigger, which means that uh, the amount of sellers will get bigger as well. Yes. Especially if they can find a, a good way and a more automated way of handling the, the copycat problem. Yes. Uh, they do really need to work on that. It'll be much better for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It'll be really interesting to see what happens in the future to help solve that problem. Yeah. Um, but what it, so what do you foresee with with pretty merch? Do you um, have ideas for it in the future? Is there anything that you're working on with it? Uh, I wish I could show you my, my to do list. Oh, I my have uh, I don't know hundreds of features that have been suggested by by users. Uh, and whenever someone suggests something, I I take a note of it. I have a, a Trello, if you know the application, a Trello world, and I, I have yeah. all the feature requests there. And I try to combine them together when they're similar or the same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever something seems popular or a lot of people need it, uh, I try to work on it next. Uh, and there are many things that I want to do. I just wish I had uh, double, triple the hours in the day to be able to, to do this. So do you do this full time or do you have another job or do you have a team? No, at the moment, uh, this is my full-time okay. job. I mean, I'm working on all the time mm -hmm. uh, on some part of Pretty Merge. Uh, I don't have a team, but uh, some things I, I sort of outsource, maybe parts of it, mm -hmm. but not the extension, only as far as the apps go, because I'm not a very good mobile app developer. Mm -hmm. So that, those parts I, I have to outsource mostly. And uh, we're having a lot of problems with the apps <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, and I'm trying to fix them. Uh, but yeah, I work uh, a good 12 hours a day on it. Wow. Did you, were you so, like so excited about that? Or, because I'm sure when you first did it, you probably were doing something else. Were you mostly just working on merch and FBA and all of that? Uh, and well, then transitioned the first... to pretty merch once it started growing more? Yeah, for the first uh, six, eight months, I was doing it part-time, mm -hmm. spending a couple of hours a day in my free time updating it and uh, right. adding new features. But then when it caught on and 
there's a different kind of pressure on yourself as well when yes. there are so many people using it and they're sending you emails asking you for features telling you that there are problems so <clears throat> you can either just uh, let it go and, and whatever happens mm-hmm. or you have to work uh, full time on it to be able to to maintain it at the level that's uh, that's expected yeah I don't think people realize like how much work goes into those extensions can you uh, give an example of stuff you have to do during the day to keep it all going well uh, at this point there is a lot of customer support as well because I also do that by myself oh, yeah. I hate it when other people answer emails which are directed to someone else so yes. I like to answer every message for myself and uh, I don't even have templates for answering I mean I type every message oh my uh, God usually <laughs> yeah because I want the, the answers to be personalized for each person and uh, for some things which are, are straightforward for example one common issue we have is that people uh, lose their licenses mm-hmm. for those I have uh, I copy and paste the message which is the same for everyone but uh, 99% of the messages I answer them by myself. I hope I, I've answered everyone's <laughs> messages. I try, <laughs> but sometimes I might get lost in the, in the chaos. That is a uh, lot of work. And you have a yeah, Facebook group, thing. right? Well, I have or a Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't create a group, but uh, I, I could do that actually. <laughs> I think it'll be helpful. I just don't want to have too many points of contact so I could handle them. Yes. That's but I important. think if there's a group, it might uh, help reduce the number of personal messages, uh, PMs that I get. That's a good point. Guys, the group, um, the page is linked in the description. So definitely uh, like that page if you haven't already, because mm-hmm. um, then you'll be able to hear updates and things like that. So um, yeah, that's that's one part of the, of the job, the mm-hmm. customer support. And the rest is basically development, uh, adding new features, testing them. There are several things that, I, that haven't been released, which uh, either are not good enough or uh, I'm not sure if they're stable enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last few weeks have been full-time only working on the apps. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing yeah. at Matthew's uh, yeah. thing. He says, I send Harris way too many messages. <laughs> <laughs> so I he's one picture. of the people that you have that to do that. picture I see it all day. Hi, Matthew. Oh, this is an interesting comment from Ian. He's saying, would it be possible to develop a module that might forecast potential future growth of an account based on past growth? Is that possible? I've thought of it before. Someone's asked it. Maybe it might even be Ian. Mm-hmm. But it's so unpredictable. I mean, based on what? Uh, one day you have 100 sales and the other day you have zero and people are asking in Facebook groups why, if anyone knows why. Yes. <laughs> we don't have a crystal ball. It's impossible yeah. because you have no idea how many new people are going to come in and upload a shirt in the same niche. You don't know yeah. if it, uh, if the trend is going to go away, if, it, if it's based on a trend. Um, there's just it way is, variables. It is possible to use trends like you described to, you know, to uh, get an estimate or, or I don't know it's going to be a guess basically of what you expect mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be totally different from reality mm. just because I'm of sure how 
Like I'm sure Amazon probably has a way to predict future sales, but I think they just have so many more points of data. There's so many more people. Yeah. So it might be a little easier just the general uptick of sales, but that doesn't mean that you individually are going to have an uptick of sales. But they also control the sales. So exactly. They have so much more control over it than we do. Yeah, I, I I don't know if this is is true or not, but I mean there are many times where we've seen one seller stop having sales and another one starts having sales, mm-hmm. or uh, sometimes sellers have a, a really good month and in the next month they don't have any sales at all, or we don't know when the Amazon is going to run out of products, mm-hmm. or if they have to slow down sales to be able to catch up. I mean all these are unknowns. I, I'm sure they're handling them very well, but. It would be impossible to predict with all these unknowns. Yeah, I think there is. I mean, I don't know either, but I, it feels like there's some kind of rotation of shirts. Um, yeah, because, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I have, they haven't explained to me exactly how they do everything, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's it would be nice to be able to know a little bit more of what's what's happening in the future, and also just knowing like what what's coming. Like we don't really yeah. know when new products are coming or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So you were telling about, I think I, we sort of interrupted you. You were talking about development. So mm-hmm. what does that look like for you? Do you, do you work on one project at a time or are you kind of like thinking about a lot of ideas at once? Uh, I try not to do that. I, it's something that I do a lot and I lose focus and in the end I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to have a list. I always have a, a notebook. Notebook. <laughs> I like writing things down uh, by pen, <laughs> pen on paper, and uh, I try to start one thing at a time, finish it, and then go to the next one. Whenever I I manage to do that, I'm more productive. But most of the time, I'm just doing a little bit of one thing, a little bit of another thing, and uh, in the end, I lose focus and nothing gets done at the end of the day. Oh, so you have the same problem as all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all uh, guilty of it. I like this yeah. idea um, by AAAW. Please change the fishing man by motivational quotes because zero sales should be a motivational day <laughs> to start improving and enhancing and go with different strategies. That's a nice idea. I like that. What a great idea. Maybe um, the fisherman can throw out some motivational quotes while he's fishing. <laughs> you're like nope fishing guys dang yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's uh it's nice that you've built things where it's just so recognizable like when someone talks about the fishing guy everybody knows what they're talking about um yeah. same same thing with all the little monsters and stuff like everybody knows so you've done a great job of uh i don't know what you would call it brand awareness or whatever you call yeah. it everybody recognizes it the, the nice thing for me is because in this uh, the software I'm alone. I mean, I don't have a partner or uh, or investors like we did in the last company, and uh, no one to you know have to tell them what you're doing and show them the product and you know get how do you say it? Uh, approval. Uh, exactly, yeah, to get approval for anything. Whenever I have a, an idea that I personally like, I can I can add it to the to software and the in most cases, it, it's good. I mean, people like it. Uh, if this was another software where I had a partner or I had uh, employees and I had to get a, to approval from one person, then from another, I don't think you would be able to see a fishing guy 
<laughs> sitting in the middle of the screen and uh, a totally different uh, monster at the top. Uh, they don't really fit together. I don't know why I put them there in the first place, but I left <laughs> them because people like them. That's a very good point. You're right. Like if it was a uh, company, they would they would want it to be a little bit more cohesive. But it yeah, is exactly. it, it is neat. Um, Matthew, we talked about how Pretty Merch started at the beginning of the show, but um, that is a good point about the layout. Um, he's asking, like, how did you think of the layout that you did? He likes the layout. Uh, it, it's not really uh, something difficult. I, I mean, more or less, most dashboards uh, have a similar layout. Uh, at the beginning, it was different. I mean, it wasn't. It was a little bit less tidy and uh, uh, a little bit uh, quicker put together. It wasn't so polished, let's say, like it is now. Uh, but I tried a couple of layouts, uh, especially in the first uh, few months, in the first year. It, I think I changed five or six different layouts until we settled on this one. Wow. But I'm uh, working on a new one, so I hope... <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. sure they will. It's always, I remember Facebook changed so many times and every time they changed how your feed looked, everyone would complain. And then like a week later, they'd totally forget about it and be used to the new layout. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's <And> Facebook. It'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's, it's just really changed. Like, people get confused when anything changes and then they usually yeah. like it later, so. Oh. Uh, yeah, I hope I would, won't confuse people. It'll be more or less the same, but it'll fit in more information. Perfect. Fernando has a good question. He says, what is the highest mm -hmm. tier monster? At the moment, it's 100,000. I know that there are higher tiers, by the way, but uh, I didn't design one for, for a higher tier. Actually, there isn't a different monster for every tier. <clears throat> In the beginning, there were there weren't. I think at least that they weren't so many tiers. Mm -hmm. So I designed. Uh, I think it was five or six different monsters, and then at another point, I added a few more, and then a few more. But right now, to be honest, I don't even know how many tiers they are. There are. I after twenty thousand, it goes for every ten thousand tier. There was a new monster, and then after twenty thousand, and then after a hundred thousand. Okay. So, so the monster, the golden I thought you unicorn had a different is a monster couple. after 20. Don't you have one for 30 and 40 and 50? Yeah, there is. Yeah, oh, yeah, every time. Okay. Uh, but uh, not every tier because I'm not sure how it goes after 20,000. Does it go straight to 30, 40? Oh, not I sure. see what you mean. Okay. It does seem like some every now and then somebody gets like the tier 12,000, but then some people go from 10 to 20. So I, I think you're right. It's a little bit... Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure how that works, but. Um, I've seen screenshots of 16 for sure. I think 18, 20, yeah. 30. After 30, I have no idea what, what there is other than 100,000. But you know that there's tiers after 100,000? Well, I've been, uh, I've spoken with people who are above 100,000. Yeah. Wow. Do you think there will ever be a time where Amazon will limit us and be like, okay, that's enough, like. You can put 200,000 shirts up and that's it? Or do you think I'll just yeah. keep going? Well, if it's 200,000, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know how you can handle that many products. 
But that's what we be, all yeah. thought at 10,000. Like in the beginning, we're like, oh God, who's yeah, ever going to get 10,000? How could you possibly have 10,000 shirts up? But now there's people that really do have, yeah. you know, 50,000 shirts up. Well, there's a lot of information on how to streamline the whole process and how to automate it as much as possible. Yeah. And I think that that's played its role as well because now it's, uh, it's much different from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, people know how to create uh, shirts in bulk, how to create uh, scalable designs and so on. Yeah. So I think it's easy to reach a certain amount of products, but 200,000 is a lot. <laughs> I mean, years go by. Just if you keep working year after year, I mean, I could definitely see it happening where you would have thousands and thousands of shirts. I just don't know if Amazon will ever decide that's too many. I kind of don't think they will. I think they'll let you Uh, keep going, but I'm not really sure. I can't think of a reason why they why they would do that. I mean, what does it matter to Amazon if you have? Right, 10 shirts or 1 million shirts. Uh, The same amount of shirts are going to get sold in the end. Oh, Ian's saying Zazzle did put a cap. Zazzle put 100,000 cap on product. So it's it's possible. It's one of those things we just don't know. Um, Okay. We will see, but we know it at least goes up to 100,000, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope we all get there one day. Yes, I, I can't imagine needing too much more than that. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, Matthew's asking, will we be able to see reviews in Pretty Merch? I'm working on that. It's one of the next things that's coming. Great. Actually, it was ready for for a long time now. Uh, I probably had it almost finished last December, but. That's when all the changes on Amazon sale side came. And uh, because of those changes, especially with the product section, I had to redo, redevelop basically a very big chunk of the extension to make it work and to sort of make it future proof as much as I know at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I have to change the way the reviews are, are collected and cached and so on. So it needs a little bit more work to finish, and uh, after that, it'll be it'll be released. Okay, well, that's exciting. That's something good to look forward to. Yeah, I I even want to see my own reviews. <laughs> it's good for me as well. So yeah, it's it's uh, definitely. Uh, I, before I used to just like try to find it every night, and then you get so many products that I just gave up trying to find it. And then uh, yeah. Merch Wizard had a thing in their tool that you could find mm-hmm. reviews. So then I started reading them and realizing like that I had shirts with lots of reviews. So yeah. uh, it's definitely but nice the, to read. The question for me is how do reviews on, on merch products help us as sellers? Because most of the reviews are about the quality of the product. Yeah. Uh, which we don't have any control of. I don't know exactly for sure how the algorithm works, but to me, it seems like it makes a big difference if you have reviews on a shirt that you stay higher up in the search. Oh, yeah. Um, so to me, it, it matters that way. And it also matters for the customer. Your shirt stands out more. So if they're like mm-hmm. scanning the page and one of them has five star review and the rest don't have anything, mm-hmm. it kind of draws your eye to it where you want to purchase it. Yeah, yeah. So and, I think. Uh, I'm sure it- affects the algorithm as well. Yeah, I think those are the 
two main reasons. Um, uh, and then I guess if you have like a really bad review, most of the time I just leave it alone, just leave the shirt up and leave it there. But some people like to just upload the shirt again so that they can start mm -hmm. fresh without that review. Okay. So it's helpful to know, like if somebody left a one star, like long, terrible review, uh, sometimes in some cases it's worth it to upload the shirt again. Yeah. The, the question on my mind was, does Amazon actually treat reviews the same way in merch, the same way they do in the, in the regular Amazon site? Because in FBA, if you get one bad review, you're done, basically. <laughs> Your product <laughs> has to go to the trash, especially if you don't have too many reviews. Yeah. Uh, but in Merch, since it's Amazon's product, I mean, and they know if it's good or not. They know if the T-shirts that they're sending are good or not. Uh, I'm not sure if that one bad review, because it smells bad, will actually affect the product in the... Uh, in the in the algorithm and in its position where it shows up yeah it doesn't seem like it does so we'll see it seems like it it doesn't affect anything in terms of search if you get a bad review mm -hmm. but it potentially could discourage a buyer from getting it if they yeah. read the review yeah, potentially yeah. but it, so far for any of my shirts that have bad reviews they just keep selling at the same rate that they were before it doesn't seem like okay. i haven't noticed a, a problem with getting a bad review all right. Um, let's see. Ian's saying we'll need more than 200,000 when 50 product types on the platform and different marketplaces. Yeah, and that's, that's true. true. Like before yeah. we just were doing t-shirts. So then we're having 200,000 unique t-shirts. But now when it's so many products and so many platforms, it's yeah. really only, you know, 10,000 or something or less than that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's true. I mean, has a point. Yeah. So we'll see. It used to be a big deal to have 10K tier. Now it's like sort of just average, like everybody has it. Now it's more like 100,000. And then it's going to be exciting when that becomes just sort of commonplace, yeah. having 100,000 tier. <laughs> It'll be nice. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure how many people are, are that dedicated to, to merch and working because 100,000 takes a lot. You have to work. Yeah, you have to be working full time only on this. Yeah. Or you have to be really good at outsourcing and delegating jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's probably a lot, but there's enough people that are continuing to work on it that I think there'll be quite a few people to get there. Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what are you uh, most excited about this year, just in general with work, with uh, Pretty Merge, with Amazon? Is there anything you're excited about? Well, uh... I think the most excited I've been was in 2017-18 when Premerge was released. Uh -huh. uh, because it was it was nice to see you know your your baby getting accepted and people using it and so on. Uh, now I'm uh, I'm just excited about some of the um, the new features that I that I want mm -hmm. to release and that I'm working on. Um, yeah, basically that. I, I'm just a uh, Whenever I think of a new feature, it, it excites me. <clears throat> but I also think of how much work needs to be done to get oh, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know it's it's just part of part of the of the job. But it's nice. I mean, whenever you you release something new and you get comments, sometimes they're not they're not good comments. I mean, uh, the feedback isn't always positive. Mm -hmm. But I think the for me the negative feedback has, has always been the most important because uh, those are the things that you can improve on mm -hmm. and make uh, your product better. 
the good feedback it, it's not something you can really act on it's mm. just uh, nice for you, your yeah. ego but uh, up to there yeah it's so much it's it, it's good to remember those good comments though for days when everything's hard it's like remember yeah, that sure. people do like it and it is going well um yeah. it's it's interesting being a solopreneur cuz it's like you especially for you if you don't have like anyone else developing this with you like it must there must be days where it's just hard where it's like you know if you can't figure something out or if it's just taking longer than you thought or yeah not- yeah it is it, it's uh, i missed being able to share the problems and the difficulties with someone else yeah uh, because that's something i always had and uh, it's always easier to fix something when you have another mind uh, another set of eyes looking at yes. it uh but because all my friends are developers <laughs> oh, somehow i managed to do that well, not all good. of them but uh, a majority of my friends are so you have uh, people you can still bounce ideas off of and things yeah i mean uh, either on facebook or if we get together we could each person's discussing about their own project and uh, uh, you get ideas i mean even even from someone that has no idea about merch uh, mm-hmm. they can have a look at your application and say oh i don't like that you know, change that or i think this will be better that's great. So it's almost like a mastermind kind of idea. Do you yeah, have uh, Do you have I any have like official yeah. mastermind group or is it just like uh, no. an unofficial no, no, no. just friends? Yeah, it's it's not actually a mastermind group. It's just a couple of friends when we get together because we're all working on different projects as mm-hmm. solo entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. uh, we share the difficulties and the problems and the technical stuff sometimes that that we can't get over or we need help with. And it's nice that because it, everyone has a different idea or a different uh, approach to solving something. How did you find those people? Because I think that's a really good tip for people. If you're a solopreneur, it's so important to have people you can still talk to or bounce ideas off of. Um, the Facebook groups help a lot, but sometimes it's mm-hmm. helpful to have people even closer than that, where you could just message or you know hang out. Are they local to you, or is it just all over the world? Yeah, or? no, they're locals, and I believe it or not, they're they're friends from university university still. Oh, nice! Because Cyprus is a very small country. I mean, we all went to the same university. Except for my friend, I, I was telling him before the show, one of my friends in the business school was from Cyprus, yeah. and he moved back to. Okay. Uh, Cyprus after school. He went to Rutgers. Yeah. So at least somebody He's from Cyprus. He's not going to have any friends. <laughs> He's not going to have any friends from university here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, because we still keep in touch and uh, we get together every now and then, uh, those are mostly people. That's really good. Well, that's good. I'm glad you have that. Do you think that at some point you will hire people or, or try to find someone to partner with on this? Or do you think that you'll just keep it? keep it yourself uh, it's not in my plans i, I haven't mm-hmm. thought about it it hasn't been necessary until now mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning the, the reason i i didn't let anyone touch the code uh was mostly because of uh, safety for account safety i mean pre-merch is more or less handling uh, live merch accounts so mm-hmm. if i do something wrong it mm-hmm. could uh, affect the the end user. So I didn't want to have anyone else working on it other than mm-hmm. myself. So I know exactly what's happening in the extension. Uh, because until now, whenever I outsource something for other projects, uh, there's almost always mistakes in the code or things are done differently than you ask them to. 
mm-hmm. or uh, not everything's perfect. So uh, I believe that if I handle it, I know exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, if any mistakes happen, I'll know that they're my fault. Mm-hmm. But the point is for mistakes not to happen. So Right. Well, you've done a good job with it. So, um, but yeah, so is once if Merch ever comes up with an API, does that make it less risky? Like, because I know Chrome extensions are really not the safest thing. Um, because like you said, like you have access to the account, basically. Um, yeah. Well, so, it doesn't. Pretty much doesn't know your password. So right. uh, even though an extension, any extension can track your password if, if they want to. But uh, I'm not sure if that will go through the, the Google Chrome review because every time you, you submit an update to an extension, it's actually reviewed by a, a person at Google. There are automated reviews as well, but whenever uh, you access some permissions, which the, these extensions do. They they have manual reviews, and I'm not sure if they allow you to actually have access to to password fields on a, on a website. Uh, as far as being dangerous, and uh, according to Amazon's terms of service, if uh, you don't use something to automatically submit products, as far as I understand from their terms, mm-hmm. uh, there's no problem. So as far as that's concerned, I don't think pretty much or the other extensions out there are dangerous for the accounts. Um, if, uh, if they come out with an API, of course, it will be much better and much easier for us to, to develop. So there aren't so many workarounds to get the, the information. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, since that will be official, I mean, you'll know that it's uh, Amazon's happy with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't see why why Amazon would have a problem with the extensions because they're not actually doing anything to the account. It's just like having a password manager on your on your computer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it was that case, uh, every website would have a problem with the password manager mm-hmm. for automatically filling in your password. Yeah, there's so many Chrome extensions out there. So I. I tend to be on the side of not worrying enough about them because I don't know enough yeah. about um, computer development and software and all of that. But I know in the beginning, my, my dad is like, he's a software developer mm-hmm. and he, um, he was like, be really careful with Chrome extensions. So is there anything that people should think about or look out for with any kind of Chrome extensions? Is there potential? In harm general or, yeah. In, in general, general or in merge. Okay. In general. Well, and then in March 2nd. All right. Well, in general, uh, a Chrome extension is, is very powerful. It, it can do a lot of things. And yeah. depending on the permissions that the, the developer requests when you install the extension, it can write files, delete files from your computer. It can log into websites. It can monitor your web activity, see your search history. It, it can do anything. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, as far as what they can do, uh, they can be dangerous if, if you install the wrong thing. Uh, but uh, Google has done and is still doing a good job at keeping the, the malicious, let's say, Chrome extensions out of the, of the web store. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're especially in, in my news headlines because they're all tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see all the time that they're they're removing uh, extensions that they found, which were doing something which they weren't allowed to do. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know of any specific ones, but there are companies which just, uh, for example, they create hundreds of very similar extensions mm-hmm. with the goal of getting as many users as possible in different extensions. Mm-hmm. And they could be inserting ads, let's say, into web pages that you visit without you even knowing. So you mm-hmm. see a web ad, it, you think it's from the actual web page, but it's been inserted by the, the extension and uh, they're making money off the ads, which uh, it's something you're not allowed to do. Uh, there are many things <laughs> like this that you're not allowed to do, yeah. but there's always someone who's going to try. Yeah. Uh, but Google's got very good at finding these and uh, they've put more restrictions in extensions. And uh, if you ask for certain permissions, uh, they ask you to say why you need them and how you use them and they Mm -hmm. check your code thoroughly. So I don't think that's going to be much of a problem going forward. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Is, um, and then in terms of merch, is there anything, um, uh, to look out for with an extension or anything, um, specific to merch? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, I think all the extensions out there, they're quite popular and, uh, and they're safe. And uh, if anything goes wrong, uh, people will, will shout it out immediately. Right. That's uh, a really nice thing about having a community. Everybody yeah, is like yeah. very, sure. uh, say exactly what's going on. So, mm-hmm. well, good. Um, is there anything, um, I guess, just anything that people should look out for or, I don't know the right way to say it. I mean, I know pretty much has been fine for years. You know, I've had never had a problem and I trust you and everything. But if you like were to sell it or something happened down the road, is there anything that people should look out for or just be aware of with Chrome extensions? Uh, It's difficult to say what to look out for because uh, extensions can do a lot of things in the in the background. Mm-hmm. If you're a developer, you you know where to look and you can see, I mean, uh, because the code is actually downloaded onto your computer, anyone mm-hmm. who downloads an extension can open the code and have a look at what it's doing. Oh, that's uh, good to know. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, so if someone has the technical knowledge, they can see exactly what's happening in, in an extension. They can't okay. actually hide something for you from you. Okay, that's uh, good but the thing is, until someone finds out, I mean, if someone's doing something bad, eventually someone's going to find out. But until then, they'll be able to do whatever they want. All right. Well, lots to think about. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you for telling us more about it. Um, and that's interesting that you can see the code. That That's kind of comforting. So if you did want to learn it or knew somebody that was a developer, they yeah. could just look at it for you and make sure. Um, yeah. And then anytime um, there's an update on the extension, don't you have to accept an update? It doesn't just automatically happen? Or uh, it No, it happens automatically. I think it depends on your settings in Chrome. Oh, okay. Uh, the only reason it wouldn't automatically update where you would have to accept it is if uh, the extension is asking for new permissions okay. uh, to access different sites or different types of permissions. Mm. Uh, in those cases, it, it disables it until you accept the permissions again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but especially in Merge, just to, because we, we said a lot about extensions and, and mm-hmm. of course it affects me, but everyone as well, uh, because a lot of work goes into these extensions to be able to bring them to, to the level that all of them are right now. Mm-hmm. 
I honestly don't think that anyone would would risk doing something with uh, right. whatever uh, right. with, with uh, the data that they're handling, because it will be just a, a waste of uh, a waste of a good product, right. and a waste exactly. of a lot of hours. Exactly. Well, thank you for being so careful and, and doing the work yourself to make sure everything is done correctly. Um, we really appreciate it. I've never heard anyone complain about Pretty Merch, so. Thank you for doing I a great have. job. <laughs> you have, but nobody's yeah. really, I mean, they complain if it's not working for two seconds when there's a new update, yeah. but most of the time people have been very happy with it. No, I don't mind. I, I want people to complain because that's exactly what helps me fix things or make things better. The, the thing I'm happy about is uh, I don't have to monitor it all the time to see if it's working. Mm. Whenever there's a problem, uh, Facebook Messenger, so if I hear more than 10 messages in a few seconds uh, I told my wife there's a problem I have to go now <laughs> and I come and lock myself in the office and speaking of which how does your family think about this are they excited about what you're doing or are they um what, what do they uh, think I don't know if you ask any tech entrepreneur how their wife feels about the, what they're doing <laughs> Uh, because uh, my wife's not tech oriented. She works in, uh, in insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, she knows she's, she's seen it. She's not on merch. <laughs> uh, she like, likes it as far, as far as she's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the way my is I work less. what I do. He's just like, I don't know. She's on YouTube. I think, I don't know what she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, exactly it's no the same clue. thing. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, Matthew's saying, um, can we get Nintendo Switch sound for sa sales? I don't have a Nintendo Switch, but I'll search for, for the sounds. <laughs> and then and a similar one saying, like. can you add more funny sounds or monster ones? So I guess uh, everybody likes the sounds. We so need we want sounds. Okay. More sounds. <laughs> I'll more make a note now. I'll, I'll find something nice. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I guess we're getting pretty close to the end. Was there anything that you really wanted everyone to know in general about Pretty Merge or about anything? Uh, I don't really have anything that people don't know. Uh, what I want to tell you, I was going to tell you before and I forgot when we were testing the sound. Mm -hmm. Would you like to do a giveaway? Or oh, uh, I was going to say, you know, just to finish the show, it would be the best way, I think. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. All right, so I'll uh, I'll give three three licenses for for a pro subscription subscription for life. Wow! So uh, you can draw them uh, any way you like. Wow! Do you want to do it live right now? I, I can't see the people in the chat. So if you'd like to do it, or I don't know how you want to do it um, uh, now or later, if you want to announce them later. Let's give one away live, and then the other two we'll do. Um... Okay. We'll just do a post in the group. All right. All right. So well, let's... I, I can't see. I don't know. Can I see the people in the chat? Oh, I I'll can't. ask a question. Now, now I'm, whoever now I'm answers interested. it right will uh, will give this give one of the licenses away. Um, so let's think of a good question. Um, what is the highest tier that um, there's a little monster figure for from Pretty Merch? What's the what's the highest tier level that the pretty merch monsters go? First person to answer it correct will win. Okay, we got 
Zazi. Yeah, Message me after um, Zazi so we can get your information to get you the um, to get you the prize. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for doing that. And then everybody else, we will uh, we'll do a post in the group so that everyone yeah. can participate. For, for the other two, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, for the other uh, two. Once you have the information, tell me and I'll get in contact with them. What'd you say? Once you have the their, their details, uh, send me and I'll, I'll get in contact with them to give them the, the code. Great. All right, thank you so much. And thank you everybody for watching. This has been really fun. It's nice to get to know you because I didn't know you before this show, so. Um, yeah, well, I don't really do these types of interviews a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm sort of camera shy, so uh, well, it's probably the second for, time. Thank you for doing it. Um, I know there's a ton of people that are camera shy or don't want to be on YouTube, but it really does yeah. help because want to know like the people behind the tools and the people behind the things especially if they you know know about chrome extensions they might just want to make mm. sure who is the person behind this product um so we really appreciate it i wish i was closer i i'd really like to come to one of the merge conferences the get togethers that uh, i see are, are arranged all the time yeah uh, i'm sort of jealous for not being able to to be there but it's very difficult. It's very far away. It's very far <laughs> Maybe away. Next How time far are you from USA. Europe? Are you like are you or from like England or that part of Europe? Actually, Cyprus is in Europe. I know so. that's why I caught myself after <laughs> yeah. I said it. I was like, I know Cyprus is in Europe, but Cyprus is like far, um, right? Like by Turkey or something, or where Cyprus? Yeah, it's, it's just below Turkey. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm thinking like about, by Merch UK. I was thinking of their conference. That's why I was yeah. thinking. It's about five hours from UK. Oh, so that's not too bad. You should yeah, go to that okay. one. They're having a conference in March. Yeah, I, I spoke with uh, Rick already. Uh, it's a little bit difficult because I have mm -hmm. a newborn at home. Oh, and <laughs> I can't leave for too many days. Yeah. Aww. Well, whenever you can. I mean, I'm sure he'll probably do it again next year. So hopefully yeah. he'll do it again next year. So you could uh, maybe go to that one. Yeah. But Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And um, and everybody, if you haven't got pretty much, the, the link is in the description. Um, and I think that's it. We'll see you guys yeah. all later. Thank, thank you so you. much, Harry. Bye, everybody. You.